This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday, so we're going to talk about what you want to talk about. And that is the fast, the furious, and the future uh, this week's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about a franchise that, like I said, I knew nothing about. Thanks to the amazing insights from the Pop Culture Elevator guys, Mark and Danny, uh, I kind of got caught up. I kind of know what's going on, and I'm probably going to watch these now. I, I mean, they're not at the top of the list or anything, because like that new uh, Soderbergh movie drops next week, and lots of other movies I want to watch. But uh, I'll probably check them out. We, we talked about the history, but now we're going to talk about the future, the family of the future. Uh, there's lots of stuff, and so Danny and Mark decided to join me again. Uh, I was lucky enough to have them back on, and we talked about what we expect to see. We You know, Fast 9 just came out. We know 10 and 11 are being filmed at the same time. We already have at least three spinoffs or sequels that we know about, so... Should be interesting, so uh, let's see what we got. All right, so we're back here with the Pop Culture Elevator guys uh, talking about the fast and the future. Last show we looked at up till now, you know, previously on X-Men uh, type type thing. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're going to get into what we hope for the future, but I I owe you guys an apology. I, I do. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, we've been talking off mic for a while. Y'all didn't know this is coming. So, uh, you guys been on the show a couple of times, been on y'all's show, like, you guys, friends. Uh, I didn't even, like, tell us about your podcast. I was like, yeah, go check out Pop Culture Elevator. It's awesome. Tell us about your podcast before we oh. get going. It's, uh, it's, we're, Mark and I have been best friends since, uh... I was 14 and you were a freshman, like, 16. Yeah, yeah I think so. Something, right. something around there. And, uh, so it's, it's been a long while and we love pop culture movies tv series all that kind of stuff so uh finally the pandemic hit and i was like i've been wanting to do a podcast mark and i don't i don't see anyone else better than you so what if we did this and i had this idea in my head and was like i kind of want to call it pop culture elevator and it's because i think we would have a segment where we would have an elevator pitch for random movies coming with three random words i kind of got the idea for like a, a an amalgamation of like all of the uh shows i was listening to on the radio and stuff and was like this could be fun if we do this in segments so we review movies and sometimes tv series and sometimes other season three is going to be crazy we're going to be throwing some stuff uh in there as far as like movies tv series music that sort of stuff we're gonna do a little bit some little bit different stuff but anyway it's pop culture it's uh and we do segments, and we have little comedy segments. We have little. Uh, uh, we do the reviews. We have uh, our elevator pitch. Yeah. Mark, yeah, just like uh, that. We we used to always fantasize about reviewing movies and like being those guys, like it, whether it be like for a newspaper column or a website. You know, the whole Siskel and Ebert thing. Two thumbs up. Just having our own thing way back in the day and we were, we're just constantly always watching and talking about movies and it's like we could do that man and we would always say that when we were younger and when he had this idea it was just such an exciting opportunity and it and honestly we would be talking about this stuff anyways and it's and and now it's because of the pandemic we're having these conversations on zoom and it's like hey let's record this let's let's do it yeah it's just it's us having fun and uh, yeah, we appreciate people listening to it and, and would love to get more people into that. And it's a lot of fun. You know, I I, I was on for Mallrats. We talked about Mallrats, which yeah, not saying it's time for Chasing Amy, but uh, it's about time for Chasing Amy. Yeah, we have yeah. A, our whole thing is we're trying to get through all of Kevin Smith stuff in order at some point. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Chasing Amy is, is definitely the next one. And uh, yeah, we'll probably do that season three, maybe episode uh, two or three. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. Well, we know what we're doing, episode one. So, yes. So, the elevator game. So, what they do is this random word generator. You have, is it three words? Right. Three words, yeah. yeah. Three words. You have to come with 
mine was like turtle and friendship <laughs> and super i don't know it was something <laughs> random but it was so much fun i really i really enjoyed it so it's uh you know, it's definitely go check them out we try to get our guests to do it not all the guests want to do it your uh, mark's wife did not absolutely did not want to do it and dustin didn't want to do it right I think we got Dustin to do it, but he yeah, didn't, he didn't begrudgingly. Want to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was, that, was that your first guest? Yes. Dust, yeah. No, Dust, you were our first guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Dustin was our season one ender, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Was Die Hard the end? Yeah, it was because he was a huge Die Hard fan. Or yeah. was it? It might have been season two start time. Anyway, it was Die Hard. We had him on for Die Hard seasons that's so smart i was just talking to somebody the other day i was like wow seasons of a podcast are so smart instead of doing it every single day uh, well i mean <laughs> you're still yeah every single day man you we i applaud you on that's that a lot, yeah i couldn't uh do it every single day but uh i i even keeping once a week gets hard sometimes but you, yes you is one thing i i really i mean i like a lot of things about your show but you're so relevant like there there'll be a movie I know the other day, um, I say the other day, recently, you guys like, got to go to an early screening of a film. Yeah, we uh, got Army of the Dead. Yeah. So, you know, there a lot of times I can listen and hear what y'all think about it before I even go see the movie. So that's, you know, something that's really cool. I think it's funny when you're in your 20s, you and your buddies want to start a bar, open a bar, and then in your 30s, it's like, let's just do a podcast. Like, I yeah. Can, that's a lot less intense it's uh, more cost effective yeah way way more i think <laughs> what we've spent maybe a hundred dollars each if that on the podcast yeah so it's, it's but yeah in our for who knows what our 40s will bring maybe we'll open food trucks or i don't i don't know we'll, no the 40s we do a pbs uh television uh local you know uh, was it local broadcast <laughs> one of my buddies just got promoted to like the head of the local pbs here so you know you know we can we can totally do that. Uh, we'll do we'll do a show on the PBS. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll have uh, Noah from Noah's Arcade on there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's amazing. it. Certainly <laughs> does suck. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks as it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but but talking about our future, uh, yes, we don't know about our future, but the Fast and the Furious future. The, Fast in the future. That's what we're here to talk about today. And I want to start by taking a step back and talking about Hobbs and Shaw. That was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the last show because I wanted to, to start it here because in a way, it is like a new era of Fast and Furious. You know, I thought Tokyo Drift was a spinoff, but I, I think they retconned it as yeah. not a spinoff. Yep. Uh, but Hobbs and Shaw is a spinoff, and that's a future of the franchise because we, we already know there's going to be a, a Fast and the Female film and a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. So, Fast on the Train. <laughs> sorry. 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 Uh, what, what do you guys think about Fast and Furious spinoffs? Before we get into like the main franchise and the future of it and, and Fast 9 and everything, because spinoffs are dangerous territory. But when you yeah. have people like uh jason statham and the rock carrying you which i have i have questions about that but you know you're you're in good hands uh you know david lich lich uh who did john wick and atomic blonde and deadpool 2 like Mm -hmm. dude's got a a pedigree you know the four movies he's done have been awesome so how do you feel about the future of spinoffs in the fast franchise (laughs) <laughs> well, addressing your um, the comment about like Jason, 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 Jason Statham, and uh, The Rock carrying your films. Um, so I don't. Get it's going to depend on where their characters yet. go. It's going to depend on where their characters go in this movie because right now um, I, I don't know. I think The Rock might have the power to carry a spinoff uh, on his own. I don't know if Jason Statham has that. However, I Helen disagree. Mirren, I think Helen Mirren could carry one on her own. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on the Jason Statham thing just because Crank and Crank 2. And the Transporter. I mean, I know there's a lot of good arguments against that opinion. 
it's I'm, the problem is if if we're just putting our cards on the table and this is actually a great segue to uh one of my concerns is at the end of the day jason statham is a british guy and in a american franchise i know fast and furious makes money all over the world but mm-hmm. it's an american franchise mm-hmm. They're not, I mean, British people are enemies in our movies, you know, uh, Tom Hiddleston, Ben Kingsley, uh, Mark Strong, they all did a whole Jaguar series of commercials about, about being villains. Being villains. Yeah. So I, God, I, I love Mark Strong, though. He needs to be the new Professor X. Oh, I love Mark Strong mm. so much. But, uh, so I, I think at the, I, I, I don't know, that is kind of my theory is why Jason Statham, you know, yeah, I mean, Crank was okay crank two that's another movie i saw in theaters for some reason um i don't oh i love crank and crank two yeah me too yeah it's a lot it's a lot but i still love them they're so dumb in the best ways yeah yeah i was just gonna say with in this and so we're about to we're about to go down a controversial rabbit hole uh i probably should have warned y'all about so when hobbs and shaw was announced there's a lot of negative feedback from the family yeah. uh, because Ludacris and Tyrese like they weren't promised a spinoff but it was like strongly hinted that they were going to get their own franchises mm-hmm. and then yeah. they didn't um, and instead you get The Rock who is a relative newcomer to the Fast franchise come in uh, but I and I love Luda I love Tyrese I don't think they could carry a franchise. I was going to say that I don't think uh, Tej and Roman are strong enough to carry a franchise. And I think they proved it with too fast. So I have to disagree with you. And I think that the writing uh, now, I think that the, I do agree with you that too fast is not an argument on their side. Uh, I feel like the, the, the production and the writing was what shortchanged them there. Um, But I think that Luda could carry something uh, on his own, with Tyrese at his side, uh, but I do agree that I don't think that Tyrese could do it on his own. But I think that jointly, I think that they should get one. But what they talk about in um, when they're in Brazil, essentially, he's like, I had a life before I met you, Brian. And it's essentially why he knows how to crack that vault. I think a spinoff either highlighting those skills uh, with, uh, with a combination of what he does next or maybe even it's just a prequel of that life before uh too too fast too furious um i think that could be a nice heavy hitter and on top of that he's one of my favorite rappers from uh the 2000s man i have to say he he's better than ja rule and he was in the fast he's in the fast furious one so. it's murder my, my I, thing though is they're comedic characters so yeah uh, they're comedic relief so you would have to have either either a shift in the franchise to use yeah. shift racing terms, see what it is there. <laughs> uh, so either the the feel of the movie is going to have to change, or their characters are going to have to change. I think know? it would be something like in you know, just like we we uh, have like a, a a highlighting of cultures now. I think that it would be something like that, more like a culture study on top of an adrenaline rush. Uh, I really think that that would be something, especially in the in the day and age of Black Lives Matter. Not that they didn't before, but I totally get the message. But uh, but just all the diversity and everything like that. It's it's time to let that culture shine, and I think that it could stand on its own uh, its own and two feet. All kind of feature uh, the rocks, like the uh, yeah, the Samoans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Samoans. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that diving into everybody's culture could be great, but I, I do agree that like with uh, the Jason Statham thing, the way that we paint that culture in, uh, in our culture, in our, in our movie cultures, uh, it might, it might not work uh, to make him the hero. Uh, but again, like I wouldn't mind seeing some of his earlier work, uh, like when he actually goes dark and all that stuff and everyone hates him because he, they think that he went against the country and all that stuff, but really they just treated him exactly like they treated Lucas Hobbs. They needed a, a scapegoat and uh, they needed somebody to paint, paint red essentially. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, I think that there are possibilities and I think that there are characters that might be a weaker choice. 
but like, dude, if you gave me like a The Rock and a Tej uh, spinoff, a Luda spinoff, dude, I would be in. I would be so in. You know, I, The Rock would recast Tej as Kevin Hart for that. <laughs> You're so right. When, we, everything when we get into uh, more deeper talk of Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. uh, we'll talk Kevin Hart. Um, I don't believe that Tej and Roman need a spinoff. I don't think they're strong enough characters to have their own spinoff. They are definitely side characters. I, I, and it's not anything to do with their acting. I love Tej and I love Roman as characters, but they only work for me when they're being the silly duo. Really? Uh, the comic relief exactly and, and they're bouncing um, off of somebody else i mean and if you want to give them a bigger role in the movies i'm all for that if you want to make them a bigger role in the next fast 10 or fast 11 or whatever yeah by yeah. all means go ahead but i don't think they would work as their own although uh i wouldn't mind if one of the movies did delve deeper into their background like they did yeah. show young tej or young roman doing their stuff when they had the life before or like I would the even main character of Fast Ten. Like yeah, I don't talk about uh, when The Rock came in in the movie. He was kind of the leader, so like kind yeah. of have a, promote them right. within the franchise. Yes, yeah. I don't. I don't need their own film. And then as far as like a female-led film, I don't necessarily need that. Uh, but would I watch Mia and uh, and and um, Giselle, Letty? Oh, Letty. Well. And if Giselle came back, would I watch them kicking some butt? Hell yeah, I would mm. love to see that. Uh, they can carry it. I think Letty, I think Michelle Rodriguez has already proven that she can carry a film. I think mm. that um, Mia's character is strong enough to carry a film uh, with Letty. And I, and then of course, we all know Gal Gadot can lead a film. Uh, so I'd be okay with that. Um, bring in, freaking bring in Vanessa Kirby from uh from Hobbs and Shaw because damn it is she not the most beautiful person <laughs> that I've seen in those movies as of late oh man I think she's so beautiful I just sat there watching the movie I had never seen Hobbs and Shaw until today okay oh wow so, so I didn't see it in theaters because I don't really care about the spin-offs I'm there for Vin Diesel uh and his crew I'm there for Dom and, and the crew and I'm looking at yeah, I was there. Barbie because that, that name sounds familiar, but I, she's in pieces of a thing. pieces of a woman is like the newest thing she did. They literally made a movie called Bone in the Throat. <laughs> from is it from Anthony Bourdain? Wait, what? Hold on. Hold What's up. it rated? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's based on a novel by Anthony Bourdain. Ah. Uh, Oh wow! Where he, you're, it's a chef that got mixed up in the mob. Man, okay, I have Rupert Graves oh, in it. Oh, that makes sense. Like Tom Wilkinson. Okay, I might have to track that movie down. Yeah, uh, you just, yeah, yeah, I'm totally gonna watch this now because it's based on Anthony Bourdain. So yeah. my issue with that actress and uh, Hobbs and Shaw, if I may delve into it right now, yeah, is if she, she's. Um, I mean, like, what is she like? Maybe like five eight, something like that. Like a buck, a buck ten, buck twenty, something like that. Um, and she's fighting the Rock, and I, I just, I just don't buy that. So here's my counterpoint to that. Here's my counterpoint to that. Um, in in my olden, younger, dumber days, you know, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed going out, uh, house parties and stuff like that. And rule of thumb was you never get in a drinking contest with the smallest girl there oh the yeah ones that are like 90 pounds buck 10 they will out drink the ones who are you know, like the big guys who are like 250 yeah uh so that, that that's kind of like my my counterpoint there is or or if you want to go like actual fact-based stuff uh look at like the british spitfires against the 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 Germans in World War II, you know, these little tiny ships flying around. Like, again, yeah. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know how it's choreographed. I think depending how it's choreographed makes all you know. If you highlight her, she doesn't kick they, the rocks, but she does no, not. They, absolutely they do does not kick the of, no, no, no. But she's fighting in a kick butt way, and I, uh, I just, I just think that it's choreographed very well. 
Um, but he is holding back. Uh, Mark, your problem is you always look at the size of the people and say, "There's no way this person, no way Statham how, could go against." How can you they're say C- that? C- they're C- <laughs> but, also, but no, but for real, like they're uh, brittle. They're the pretty special. The dog in the fight is the size of no, the fight. I was, I completely agree with that. <laughs> but but, I, Owen, but I do think that she had training and skill that would Deckard help and her defend her. herself. But if or it was CI six. They're both no, British special I, agents. Both, of course, they they're going to learn training. how to do this. I completely agree. I completely agree. But also, Lucas Hobbs also has that training. No, he does training. not have his similar he, training. Luke Hobbs is brute force. He's for most oh, was of it DDS time. or DSS? DSS. Yeah, but he's yeah. he's he is brute force over tactical fighting. Like he will use the full strength. Even Deckard says it all the time. You're you're a bull in a china shop. You go for strength over uh, over finesse. And I think that's what that's that's why Luke and, and Deckard, that's why Hobbs and, and Shaw work well together, is because you've got two opposite ends of the spectrum. I totally believed in this movie that uh, that that what's her face? What is what's her name in this movie? Uh, Hattie, Hottie, Hattie. Sorry, Hattie. Hattie. I totally believe that Hattie could do what she said she did, and Hattie's a strong character. Like she's really pretty. I've said it before. I'll keep saying it. She's really pretty, but she's also that's they didn't. I love that this movie didn't just make that her. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, I, I do agree with that. She has depth to her from the mm-hmm. very beginning. Uh, although I write off. Like right off the bat, as soon as uh, Decker was involved, I was like, Hattie's Decker's sister. Yeah, like, it, there was exactly. no, it was like, predictable. The, yeah, there was, yeah, it was super predictable. This movie, uh, my first time seeing it today, is so Looney Tunes over the top of yeah. all of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I was texting with a buddy while watching it, and I said, I love and I hate this movie. Yes, uh, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm having tons of fun with it. I really enjoyed it. It's not it, it, but it feels like someone wrote a movie, and then Universal was like, "Hey, we could retrofit that to be Fast and the Furious." Yeah, Which exactly. All the time. I mean, Die Hard. You, you talked about Die Hard earlier. Like Die Hard was retrofitted. Uh, pretty much every Will Smith film ever has been retrofitted to be a Will Smith movie. And I, I, I have no problem with it, but. Uh, and I would, and I, and, and of course, I would sit there and say, "This is what happened." It's not Chris Morgan, who's written every single movie since four, wrote this as well. Uh, so it is from the franchise writer, and I guess they're just trying to do something different. They're not trying to make it. This is Fast and Furious. It's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. So for me, it's more like the MCU uh, presents Hobbs and Shaw from fast and the furious because of like the that like toxic masculinity uh banter the basically the eternal pissing contest if i may say and um like uh just just all it's like basically all of that and um it's super fun it's super Super fun fun. but am i but am i gonna think of it as like a pillar of the franchise no and in fact i would go as far to say that like a spinoff with Tej and uh, and uh, Tyrese's character Roman Pierce, like it would play out just the exactly the same. It would, mm. which which also I feel like is part of their frustration that they didn't get one first. But yeah. those guys have perhaps more notoriety in the film and industry. The Rock is the Rock, uh, which yeah. I'm glad you you mentioned the, the pissing contest. So there are rumors that I say rumors, they've been all but 100% confirmed that him and Ben don't get along very well. Well, they didn't for a little bit, I guess. Oh, are they BFFs again? They're they're fine now, and I think that uh, that Hobbs will come back in, um, in the 10th movie. Because that was kind of one of the reasons they, they got Did their own thing. Is because so, a lot not, of this is not use the rock. Right, and they knew it. I think they, at that point, uh, Universal was just like, look, we need to give The Rock a, a Fast and Furious movie of his own and let that go its own way because the Fast and Furious is Vin Diesel's baby. Like, no ifs, ands, yeah. or buts. Fast and Furious doesn't... The main Fast and Furious line doesn't happen without Vin. Yeah. Uh, and this... 
in the pissing contest between both of them, I think even like, I think Vin Diesel just came out and talked about it yesterday is he was like, uh, you know, me and, and Dwayne Johnson are, uh, alpha, not like, you know, basically alpha males. We yeah. both take our, our roles the way we want to take them and they become our babies. And I told him how he should play Hobbs or how, what we should do with Hobbs and he didn't like it. And so that's where they got into a fight about stuff. And, and that seems, you know, I think they would butt heads. Yeah. yeah and I, I just said, I just think that that led to this movie just being another expendables, you know, well, and like, that's where they would go if they kept going down this rabbit hole. What I like about the fast, and, fast and the furious movies. One of the things I like about them is they run about an hour and 45 minutes long. Yes. Hour and a half hour and 45 minutes long. This effing movie was two hours and 15 minutes literally at the hour and a half mark i said they could end it right there yeah this is the ending and then they add on more stuff this yeah. movie is about a half hour too long uh well, f9 is two and a half hours like that's I'm okay with, now. i'm okay Things but the game in infinity war that's two and a half three three and a half hour movies are the new look but not, those have years and years of building behind them exactly this doesn't and it's so nine and ten are from my understanding filmed at the same time like nine and ten so it's supposed to be a, the cypher trilogy mm. uh nine and ten are filmed at the same time and so those two movies and I, did it, I don't know if i read this if 10 is the last one that vin diesel said he was going to do or that's what a, i believe is or true. if it was 11 i can't remember if he said there was going to be 11 I mean, or if it, it was right now that it says uh, in October of 2020, it was revealed that the series will conclude with a 10th and 11th. So I think 10 and 11, 11. at the same time. Oh. So Vin with Lynn set to direct and the cast set to return. To yeah. Both, so. so 11 should be the ending of everything. And I'm okay with that. I'm 11 freaking films. Come on. Yeah. Um, 11, I'll be okay. I can't wait to get all of the set. Like I said, 11 films or even uh, 13 films. If you get the, you know, Hobbs and Shaw's and the sequels, I want a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Don't get me wrong. I'm I, I need to find out who the bad guy is. The villain, the actual villain of this of the Hobbs and Shaw series, because they said it's Cypher. I want to say it's Cypher. I know it's Cypher. No, you're saying you know it's Cypher, but I don't I'm think they're gonna go you that way. Ten wrong. bucks on the air right now, it's Cypher. <laughs> Witness. I don't I don't think it was Cypher. I just but it could be because of this. Justin Lin said. If you're going to see Fast 9, you got to see Hobbs and Shaw. And already in one of the trailers, it's already making it seem like uh, John Cena's character, who is Vin Diesel's brother, yep. uh, has the uh, implants that Idris Elba's character in this ha in uh, Hobbs oh, and Shaw right. has. Hobbs and Shaw is the one that they literally became superheroes. They're all superheroes. Yeah, yeah that's a su it's a superhero movie. Make no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Hobbs yeah. and Shaw is a superhero movie right down to it it's, yeah. it's they, they go through the most ridiculous things you could ever think of they even the call whole, one of the characters black superman he calls himself he goes i am the black superman yeah I uh, I that from the trailer yeah idris elba's fantastic in everything he does true so even dark tower which was a terrible movie idris elba was great oh, in it i still haven't seen that darn it mcconaughey's even good in that movie but it's a terrible movie <laughs> Um, and not saying because McConaughey is good in a lot of stuff, but Idris yeah. Elba is fantastic as this bad guy who's not truly a bad guy. It's another one of those maybe you could kind of understand where they're coming from, except they're doing it way wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, we know that the the actual bad guy, the one that made Idris Elba's character the way he is, is someone with an electronic voice mm -hmm. uh, who knows Hobbs previously. But she straight up, not she, the voice straight up just says Hobbs. You're making me think Cypher. <laughs> I'm smiling because uh, the, the, is the bad too. guy, I thought Cypher for a long time, but she didn't say, he didn't say, she didn't say whatever. The voice did not say that they knew Shaw. They straight up said, I'm, a, I, I'm someone from your past and you're going to find out who I am very soon. And I think that it would have been geared towards she would be more, if it was Cypher, she would be more pissed off at Shaw's character 
than uh, Hobbs' character. The problem is, is that she's been trying to recruit the Shaws forever. And, well, not forever, but for a whole movie or two, she's been trying to get at them. And that's essentially what they say when they attack that well, secret facility with Mr. Nobody. If and we're to like, understand, hey, refuse me. And, you know, if the movie's to be, if the whole thing we're to understand, Cypher has been the behind the scenes bad guy since four. So, okay. Cause Cypher. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. So there Raga was, worked uh, with Cypher Shaw, and. No, 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 with Shaw. And oh. Shaw worked with Cypher. Yes. So Cypher being Charlie's Theron's character, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Cypher. But anyway, I need a sequel just to find out who the bad guy is. And also, so Ryan Reynolds pops up randomly. <laughs> yeah. Movie? Yeah, Ryan in Reynolds Hobbs plays plays the guy who recruits Hobbs to go after Idris Elba. All right. And he plays this character who thinks that Hobbs is his best friend. <laughs> and it's freaking hysterical. It is hilarious, I have to say. Reynolds is probably the funniest part of... Well, there's really... Actually, the whole movie's played as a comedy. Yeah. Uh, action comedy. But Reynolds is so freaking funny in this. And from my understanding is uh, The Rock called up Reynolds personally and said, hey, I want you to play this cameo, but we're not going to tell anyone you're in this. So when the movie came out, it was like, oh my God, Ryan Reynolds is in this. I, this is the first I've heard of it. Like, yeah, it's... yeah. So Ryan Reynolds is really funny. Uh, I love the like when he calls uh, Hobbs up at the end, <laughs> yeah. and it's the yes. daughter on the phone, and he's like, "Oh my god, you guys sound just like each other." Yes. And then yeah. Hobbs gets on the phone, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "No, sweetie, I want you to get your father." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "It is me." And he's like, "Oh my god, you need to take a voice of you and her and put it next to each other. It's uncanny." Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, Hobbs! You gotta come save me. I'm I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out. I'm dying. Oh wait, this isn't my blood. <laughs> hysterical. The whole every scene it's that so he's good. in, he, he's funny. But Kevin Hart pops up as well. Yes, again, Kevin hilarious. And it's so good. Hobbs and Shaw are basically on a plane next to each other, and Shaw just pulled off this brilliant gag on Hobbs. He had to change all their names because they're on the most wanted list. <laughs> So he changes all their names. And so Michael Oxmall. Mike, Mike Oxmall. <laughs> Mike Oxmall. So the, the guy, the guy at TSA is like, Mike, or he goes, what do you say? Mike Oxmall? And he's yeah. like, no, it's it's Michael Oxmall. He's like, Mike Oxmall. I go by Michael. <laughs> he goes, I go by Michael. And then you find out that he's Shaw was trying to get him out of the picture. And so he made him like someone to look up. So he thought that a cavity search was gonna go longer than it did so the rock gets on the plane because they thought they were trying to lose him the rock gets on the plane and uh and they're talking to each other and they're about to like fight on the plane and all of a sudden kevin hart pops out and he's like hey guys you got to calm it down they both look at him they go oh you're the marshal it's like what <laughs> how would you know i'm the marshal and they you know they go off on each other now you're late you're <laughs> yeah on board the plane and all this stuff it is so Kevin Hart's character is I need him again in the next film because I love it. He's like Dink Dinkley. That's his name, Dinkley. <laughs> and they're like, uh Dinkley's like, I can get you anything you need. I want you, I'm the third. You need me. Yeah. And then he's like, I used to be in the and why did you change your voice? No, this is my voice. <laughs> so get things done. This <laughs> get, it's just really funny stuff. And then um and then there's this really great gag at the end with changing names. He's like, oh. I want to be on the phone. So it's like the cops come after uh, Shaw and they're like, huge anus. Huge anus come out. <laughs> huge it's anus. funny to me. I don't know. It just it's hilarious. It is. It's so, so funny. funny. I was laughing oh. my ass off. I, just read, I, I have the page for Hub and Shaw pulled up right here. And I'm just trying to familiarize myself with stuff here. And the the people that interest all the works for is it etienne etienne How did, i don't etienne. know etienne yeah etienne. so what this says here is the etienne director was a role that keanu reeves was in talks for to not physically appear in the film but okay to voice. and they, they say ryan reynolds ended up doing the voice like just but it you know we all know how that goes that can change so so there's your answer keanu reeves is going to be the villain which yeah. I don't know. It says he's in negotiations. It doesn't say anything past that. 
and even in its passage, it says it was in negotiations. So. And I still, I still believe that Cipher. I agree with you, Mark, that Cipher is a part of it. I think Cipher. Oh, course, yeah. I think we're going to hear about Etienne in Fast Not or F Nine. Um, but if we're getting uh, ten and eleven, which I didn't realize actually, I thought that nine was the finale. No, ten and eleven. Um, but now with that in mind, it's like, how else will they make another movie unless they go up another level? You know what I mean? So there has to be another boss. Story in nine, and then ten and eleven, and the crossover with Jurassic World. They're fighting. Which I hope they don't do that. I know it was a joke, and but there's. What did, what did it do? I think it's one of those like. We're gonna put this out in in the internet and, and see if people like it. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if they're talking about like cleansing the earth, that's what Etienne's deal is, like cleansing the earth of the week. What better way to do that than with dinosaurs, man? And, like, Etienne, everybody's Etienne is, gonna get ate up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Etienne is actually a sister company of InGen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the future of the Fast series, right? Well, before we get into the future, okay. So we talked about Hobbs and Shaw and spinoffs and stuff. Yes. Uh, and who, who knows? You guys, as of this recording, y'all are like, what, 24, less than 24 hours away from going to see. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Yep. Uh, what, what are like just two or three things you hope to see in F9? Charlize Theron's character Cypher actually fighting. Hmm. Uh, Atomic Blonde, man, she can fight. Oh no, no, uh, I'm just saying that that oh. was that was an improving. <laughs> um, I don't know how many years it's supposed to take place. Uh, in the future, like sometimes we jump years in these yeah. movies. Uh, maybe uh, seeing. I know that Mia's coming back for this one because you can have Atomic Blonde real quick. Saying we just talked about it because the guy who directed Hobbs and Shaw directed Atomic Blonde, so could be a little. Oh, that's what I did want to say. There's a scene in the movie they're going through uh, Shaw's garage, all the cars, and one of the cars from Italian Job is in there, and okay. he harkens back to Italian Job, like harkens back of how he got the car. So like Italian Job is continuity. <laughs> yes, Canon like. Kevin Smith does that. So, sidebar, uh, I just finished watching the first season of the new Saved by the Bell. Okay. And which it was great, actually. Like, it, uh-huh. it, I'm going to have to watch it because it looked done. It, like, it, may, it, may, it acknowledges where it came from. And because backtrack even more, it's about uh, so uh, Zach becomes governor of California, like mm-hmm. in the opening scene, we have that. And part of it is like, oh, yeah, I went to Bayside. Then we went to Hawaii, and then we went to, you know, they, <laughs> all this here. And then he goes, then I was a hotshot lawyer, and it shows stuff from Franklin and Bash. I was That's like, funny. Nice. And he becomes governor because he wants to get out of paying a ticket. And in doing so, he closes down some low-income schools. And so they, the low-income kids have to go to Bayside. Bayside, yep. And all the normal Bayside kids are, like, pulling pranks and shenanigans and hanging out the max. And all these new kids are, like, the hell is wrong with you all like what no you can't just prank your way to an a or you can't do this so it's a weird mix of the original show but also i hate to use the word woke but it's like these kids are like no how do you afford to eat out every day they're like no we can't do this like you have to do this and i didn't know what to expect and i don't binge shows like if i watch more than one episode at a time it's impressive I watched the whole season in like three days. So it's awesome. I'll wow. Check it out. Yeah. I'll um, check it out for sure. But talking about continuity, like I was like, Franklin and Bash is saved by the bell continuity. That's great. Yes. Uh, and so Italian job being Fast and Furious continuity. Maybe Michael Caine will show up as like not Keanu Reeves, Michael Caine is gonna be the big bad, which that I would be awesome. Hundred percent. So well so and you got- best for F9. You've got uh, well, that solidifies it though that Mark Wahlberg is the villain. In <laughs> <laughs> I resent my bet. Uh, you know, it just it, every movie has gone one big stunt bigger than the last one. So of course yeah. you have to be a pretty big stunt. Of course you have, from my memory of the movies, just watching them, you've got the the biggest thing for me was the car jumping off the um, 
there's a car. Vin Diesel gets in a car. He's got a bag of grenades. The great the garage. He launches off a downed garage. A garage has been like crumbled. He launches off and he hooks the grenade onto the uh, helicopter in the air and just like because Hobbs is Hobbs he somehow sees that there's a bag of grenades I don't know how because it's not like you could see that there were grenades inside and he shoots the grenades uh, and blows it up so and then of course Fate of the Furious is the submarine attack thing and that's a huge set piece as well mm-hmm uh, and then the other movies have been big set pieces. Of course, you. St- I think the big set pieces were started off with uh, with five when they uh, were dragging a vault, a bank vault. Yeah. Behind their cars, um, and everything has a little. Clearly has spaceships. Like they they make a rocket lead car yeah. out of a, yeah. a car. So, like, yeah, it's got to. For me, it's it's got to be. Um, it's got to be. It's got to top the other film stuff. Uh, Cypher is a really good bad guy, so she just has to be even more villainous. Like, how do you go... The last film, she kidnapped Dom's son. Like, straight up killed the mother of the son because Dom did not shoot his wife. Elena. And... So she's got to kill at least one person. She's got to do something. She's evil. She was going to kill a child. Like, she's gotta you gotta how do you step that up also by the way the uh actress who plays elena uh pate pataski Pataski, yeah she's chris hemsworth's wife yeah from 2010 they've been married since 2010 i just find that impressive it is uh not for us regular folk but for (laughs) for hollywood folk for hollywood folk i like chris hemsworth he's my favorite of the chris's but I'm ready uh, for the Hulk Hogan movie. I mean, I don't, I, I don't care about the Hulk Hogan movie, but I want to see Chris Hemsworth. Oh, as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, brother. absolutely, brother. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm six. I'm excited for uh, for anything that Chris Hemsworth does lately. Although I wanted to see the whale movie, and I haven't seen the whale movie. Mm. The one that's like the true story that's based off of movie or that Moby Dick was based off. Of. Anyway, I'm <laughs> rambling. So the big bomb of this one is going to be Buzz Aldrin's the villain on that black alien uh, conspiracy alien satellite. <laughs> They're well, going to fight him in his lair. Just kidding. I remember hearing that Men in Black was getting a spinoff with uh, mm. 22 Jump Street. Right. So mm. maybe we're doing Men in Black with Fast and Furious. They go into space and they interrupt something and the Men in Black have to come and I mean, neuralize everybody. You know, we sit here and we joke, but the consensus on the internet is ten or eleven. At least one of them, they have to be in space. Like, because again, you get bigger, 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 bigger. They have to go to space at some point. Yeah, I mean, even Jason went to space. You know, Jason X. Look, oh well, that worked. Well, that was one of that Jason X. That was the tenth one. So maybe F ten FX. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Here's what I love about the fast movies, the fast saga, as they're calling it now. They just get more and more outlandish, but try to keep them like they take themselves seriously in the outlandishness. And it works really well. It's kind of like what I wanted Christopher Nolan to do for Batman. I'm not bashing the Dark Knight trilogy at all. But if Christopher Nolan could have gone outlandish a little bit while keeping the seriousness it would have been batman more batman to me than it was mm-hmm. right yeah because he would like lean into batman and then you're like oh yeah, like yeah. right yeah. and and so if christopher nolan had done that for the dark knight trilogy i would have been i that would be my favorite batman films i think it might it might just be my favorite batman films if they had done that and they're not christian bale is my least not my least favorite batman but He's not my favorite, like a lot of people's is. But anyway, um, I like that these movies go super Atlantish, uh, outlandish, and the the crew go is to Atlantis still... next, right there. You heard right go there. To... Oh man, I would be. <laughs> I would be so down. Hey, James Wan directed one of them. Yeah, you could bring Aquaman <laughs> into it. There we go. There, everyone there... thinks they're on the space. You heard it here first, folks. They're not going. Up, they're going down. They're going to go underwater down. because we already have the submarine chase. So they, they, right. they're going to jump in a submarine and be like, oh, we know how this works because we outran one one time. So now we can. 
I, I just, they just need to go bigger each movie and it's okay that yeah. they go silly. It's okay to be silly in these movies. It's not okay to be Hobbs and Shaw silly in yeah, these movies. Yeah, it was too silly. And now I'm waiting for the continuity from uh, the Italian job to lead me to the continuity of the big hit so we can get Lou Diamond Phillips in here. <laughs> and then well, also, they show up as Billy the Kid. And maybe <laughs> time travel. I'm are we still no you know what knows. if that last movie goes time travel and they get paul walker's brother who looks like him to play yeah. him with a little bit of that cgi on his face to make it look real enough heck yeah let's do oh it yes i got it hey chris morgan i got an idea if you're listening uh i will help you write fast 11 <laughs> was it uh um american dad where they had that whole episode where the boys were like found this crashed plane and had the secret at that time it was like fast seven script or something and yes then, that's like, right like uh vin diesel and paul walker become lovers and like yep. seven. Oh, and they've made like five movies since then since that was supposed to be the finale like that's that's crazy well, i mean that's like saying you know this is the end of halloween and then they take everything that you ever knew about Halloween and they say, by the way, only remember the first one. Yeah. And then we're going to yeah. make others. Although they, it worked really well because Halloween 2019 was, or 2018 was freaking fantastic. And yes, it was. Halloween kill looks ridiculous. Amazing. But so, so I think we can all agree here that the, the fast in the future, <laughs> that the only thing that's certain is who knows, like you, you can't, because like you said, they're trying to top themselves. You can't guess what's going to happen. Are they going to go to space? And the, the fact that space and dinosaurs and time travel are literally on the table. Like, we yes. can't discredit any of that. Uh, sure. Is, is insane to me. You know, even like, look at the Marvel. We keep drawing comparisons to Marvel uh, because that's one of the only other franchises that we know uh, in, in, on this scale. And even when Marvel... In 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 game when they did time travel, it was like, oh, how are you doing this? But if Fast Eleven has time travel, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that makes. I would question time travel less in a Fast and Furious movie than I would a Marvel movie. Wait, does that make Fast Eleven Fast One? No, because we're calling it. <laughs> what we're doing right now is I've got it. I've got it right now. Here's the future of the Fast and Furious franchise right here. You've heard it. Universal owns Back to the Future. So Doc Brown oh still has God. the DeLorean. And so Vin Diesel <laughs> takes the DeLorean and soups it up to be a supercar. Come on, Vin Diesel, we got to go save and Brian. And, and they call it a clip of Tokyo Drift. You know, somebody went in and edited the DeLorean in Tokyo Drift. I don't know if so, you've seen that. Yes, I have. And so this is how they bring back Han, because Fast 9, they're not going to tell us in this movie how Han comes back. We're just going to believe that he's back because it's a movie. And, and he found we're really going to find out surgeon. that Doc Brown had the DeLorean and Vin Diesel got it, souped it up. And Fast 10 or 11 is going to be called Fast to the Future. Be prepared to see some serious So A Million stuff. Ways to Die in the West is in Fast and Furious continuity then? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I would put Fast to the Future is I, I would opening night that one. Even if I yeah. hadn't seen any of I mean like, I would opening night fast to the future. Absolutely. Dumb, dumb. We have to go back. We have to go back to save Brian. Yes. Yes. And, oh, and Rock can be wearing that giant weird headset that Dr. Yes. Ford, like. Oh, I'm my gosh. Sold. So even if it I'm doesn't sold. happen, uh, you know, there's a big market for fan fiction on the internet. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, fast to the future. I'm so excited about this right now and it's probably not going to happen, but I want it so bad now because it top itself, just keep topping the movies. If you give me a spinoff called fast to the future and it's about dumb going back <laughs> or going to the future and having to go back and all that crap. Oh my gosh. I'm, yeah. I'm sold. No, that's, your, that's, that's, your spin-off. that's your spinoff with uh, Tyrese and Ludacris. Is they're going oh. through like putting bananas in the way to make people slip and yes. mess up in all the other races? They're going back and full on Bill and Ted race. mode. Yeah, no. Like, hey, meets Bill and Ted meets Back to the Future meets Fast and Furious. That's how you you give them their spinoff. We should one season it. It should be a show. It should be a 
to make all these impossible things happen on one of the streaming services and it's about Tej and Roman in the DeLorean with Doc Brown where Doc Brown gives it to them in the beginning and they go back and they're the reason that the team won out of all the crazy odds we're going to get some continuity and then uh, so Back to the Future is going to give us the nobody and we're going to get uh, (laughs) oh my god I'm going to blank out his name Uh, I I'm sorry, I've been watching too much ridiculousness. It's not Rob Odenkirk. Uh, Talking about <laughs> Rob Diedrich. Thank you, thank you. What? Diedrich? No. D- Rob Odenkirk is the nobody movie. Rob Diedrich's the ridiculousness. Oh, thank you, thank you. Sorry. So I did have it right. His name is right. So Rob Odenkirk is. Right. Oh, you just said ridiculousness. So I was thinking Diedrich. Yeah, yeah. but no, I get, yeah, his name okay. keeps coming up in my head. I'm like, no, not that guy. Yeah. Nobody yeah, was. We're gonna get we're gonna get Rob Odenkirk in there somewhere. <laughs> Man, I uh in the Dark Monsters universe from Universal that had <laughs> one to four movies depending on who you believe. Uh I'm down. Like because they gotta compete with Marvel, you know, Mar- and so they're like, no, actually, Marvel has 23 movies. We've actually had 40 movies in this franchise. Y'all just didn't know it. You didn't know. I'm okay all- with that. Because you don't know about time travel. You don't know how it works. I'm sorry. Gotta I don't care that. what the Avengers say. That's how it works. <laughs> 100% would believe that they go back in time or go into the future in one of the movies. I would... It does not... It, it just. It's at this point in the franchise that doesn't... It doesn't hit... It doesn't kill me. You know, them at going to space. space. And it ends with them getting sucked into a black hole, which causes... Science, 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 time travel. A temporal displacement. Yeah. Uh, Eisenberg, <laughs> or Einstein Rosenberg wormhole. Uh, you got it. And there you go. There I, I'm, I'm down. 2001. And then you, yeah. just for fun, you bring over the biker boys and you're done. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Boom. And that's how we get Keanu continuity to John Wick coming on at you. Or the Matrix. Either one. I'd accept either. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Dom unplugs at the end, and he's been in the matrix. Yeah, and he's just this like skinny, regular guy. Like, like, <laughs> why did my arms hurt? Never used them. Like that, like that rocket mortgage commercial that uh, that Jason, Jason Momoa did, yeah. where he kept taking off his muscles and these like. Or, his... or Kevin, or uh, the Rock unplugs, and he's Kevin Hart. Uh, yes. Uh... <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh my god! Uh, okay. I, pink right now, man. I would like to say one more thing right. for those of those of you out there who love the Fast and Furious stuff. Uh, there is the Los Bandoleros short film, which is really good. That takes place during four. During four, it's part of the new age. I know. And yeah. then there's a cartoon on Netflix. Yeah, we don't count that. Oh, okay. okay. That's about that's about Dom's cousin. We don't we don't care. Uh, <laughs> he's probably going to show up in a movie and we're going to be like oh we're going to watch that show now it's like Clone Wars and Star Wars it's like oh well now I got to go back and watch four seasons or something Mark it's, it's called Spy Racers be, Fast and Furious Spy Racers okay there's supposed to be something between uh, one and two uh, Too Fast Too Furious but uh, also uh, I, I think it's on Voodoo or it's something. called Turbocharged yeah that one yeah Turbocharged is between one and two but you don't really need it uh, but I do but, want to see more uh, Paul Walker. Yeah. So I'll watch it anyways. <laughs> but then there's um, the unofficial prequel to Han. Uh, mm-hmm. Better Better Luck Tomorrow, Justin Lin's first film ever that starred uh, Sun, Sonny Kang uh, playing Han Solo. Whoa. So it's the unofficial prequel. Uh, and they both say, yeah, this if you want to see what Han was up to before watch better luck tomorrow or yeah better I've luck tomorrow that. yeah okay which i haven't watched yet i need to i need to but now i'm probably gonna spend time watching a stupid season of fast and furious spy racers <laughs> good god it already has four seasons that that's that's gotta that's gotta say something it's got four seasons eight episodes each it's 32 episodes at 20 minutes a pop uh so that's what three say that's two two and a half hours eight nine that's like a 10 hour day put a pr- yeah. put a brisket on the smoke and just watch spy races you you assume that i have 
uh, a smoker. Don't worry, buddy. Five of them. If you need to yes. make a road trip, come up here and we'll spend a weekend watching spy racers. That's a reason not to fit into a garage right there, man. You got the smoker <laughs> in the back of the truck. <laughs> oh my gosh! I guess I do have to watch this because apparently uh, it ties along with the movies just enough. Just enough to make me like. We have Mrs. Nowhere instead of Mr. Nobody. And they end up fighting with the gang in Rio de Janeiro. Nice. And you hate that you're looking this up. I can I can feel it's it pains me because I (laughs) I had already written it off. (laughs) I say it too. As he seeks he frames her in the spy racers as he seeks to make a doomsday prophecy come true with a volcano machine that could destroy most of Mexico City. Harp. (laughs) That uh, weather machine. Uh. Oh, so, okay. Uh. And Vin Diesel plays Dominic in it, so I'm already going to have to watch it. I know he was a good producer, so I I just... Danny Trejo? And I was... Anything with Danny Trejo in it. So... Uh, I had the stuff for F9 pulled up because I wanted to see, like, you know, the director and the budget and the running time and stuff. It's already made its money. It's already more than made its money back. Oh, heck yeah. And they have the plot up here, and it's updated. Uh, I'm not going to say anything, but there is a mid-credit scene. Uh, Oh, my God. You You guys... Y'all better message me tomorrow after you see it because uh, the ending scene and the mid credit scene, I think y'all are gonna gonna uh, have some words for it. Oh, I'm excited. Three forty tomorrow. Yeah, we may have to have you come on tomorrow. Tomorrow for our podcast. And just be like, uh, I, so actually, oh, I'll, I'll tell y'all about that off mic. Um, I, I'm doing a Fast and Furious event tomorrow, but. I'll be hosting something else during the event, so I won't be able to watch it. Uh, but uh, as always, thank you guys. Pop Culture Elevator, um, where where all can they find you out there? All, all over the internet. So every Wednesday you, at 12 a.m. on Wednesday morning, you'll see you'll find us on Anchor, Pod, uh, Spotify, anywhere you get your Apple Music, Amazon Podcasts, all that. We're there. Uh, but you can also find us at uh, Facebook, Pop Culture Elevator, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail, popcultureelevator at gmail.com. You can hit us there as well. Yeah, if you want to be on there for the uh, elevator pitch, or you just have some opinions about movies, you want to come in, like let us know. Send us an email, a message, and we'd be happy to hear from you. Sounds like the ending of our show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was hoping you'd get that. <laughs> All you do when you're on other shows. Um, yeah. And then I know, you know, you guys also listen to your community. So uh, listeners, go over there and bombard them with Chasing Amy or, yeah, Chasing Amy requests because I, yes. I want to come back. I wanna, we're I wanna... 100%. We're 100% bringing Lance back on for Chasing Amy. We'll do it uh, second or third episode of season three, which is, uh, I don't know, in a few weeks. We'll let you know, Lance. Let it be written. Are you writing this? Episode two or three. <laughs> I just do I have to do another pitch? I yeah. Mean, I, yep. I feel like my first one was, was okay. No, so. we loved your first oh, one. Yeah. I think we were really impressed. Yeah, no, we're, you got to do oh, it. Oh, man. I hope we, you listeners go over there just to hear that. How many episodes do we have, Mark? We've got like uh, 60 or 65 episodes under our belt. So Yeah, we're finishing season two right now. Uh, well, we have one or two more episodes. Yeah, our, our, the episode that's going to happen on Wednesday of next week is fast uh nine f9 and then i think our last episode is disney pixar's luca and then we're doing uh well we'll let you know we'll we'll give you a little little teaser here folks our first movie of season three is going to be black widow the warm up to having the night nerd on our podcast oh man it's gonna be great about black widow i just i just reserved my theater watch it it comes out a couple of days after my birthday so yeah Ooh, exciting yes awesome well thank you guys again uh make sure you go check out pop culture elevator uh 
they're they're awesome thank you guys no thank you lance we love being doing podcasts with you so absolutely man thank you so much again all right that was a whole lot of fun jurassic park men in black the moon who knows what the future holds i'd love to know what you think though let me know in the comments below what crossover you'd like to see i mean i've even heard like transformers being thrown around just just let me know again a big shout out big thank you to pop culture elevator for joining me make sure to follow them on all social media uh, hit them up on spotify listen to their show obviously the guys know what they're talking about so it's a whole lot of fun to pick their brains and and their hearts you know we, we got to see how much they love the fast saga so it, it was good times make sure to follow me on all social media just look for the night nerd or you can email me night nerd at the night nerd.com but otherwise that does it for us this week again my name is lance thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time in my race against time i can't stop running through the red light living my life even if I'm getting too high, I'm okay.